0: We get a first-hand account of the scene down under for the LA Kings at the Global Series in Melbourne as we check in with the guys from Hockey Hype Australia. That's next on this edition of Locked On LA Kings.
1: You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the last 17 years and, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. We are going to jump 17 hours into the future. Joining us on Friday morning, in Melbourne, Australia, live at Rod Laver Arena, where our LA Kings will be taking on the Arizona Coyotes in a pair of Global Series games, are the co-founders of Hockey Hype Australia. It is Andrew McDougall and Gordon Goodenough, guys. It is great to have you with us live from down under. Uh, great, I'm looking forward to talking a little hockey with you guys. Uh, I know you're excited to be there, and let me start by by saying this, Andrew. I saw a tweet that you put out and I I thought it was awesome. And I'm going to read it real quick. You tweeted the other day, quote, I feel like crying. Honestly, it's been a bit overwhelming for 10 plus years. I've done articles, podcasts, trying to promote the sport. Today I got news. NHL media accreditation has been approved. An unreal feeling on cloud nine, end quote. That is awesome that uh, you've been working on this passion project trying to promote this sport in a country, obviously, that it's not traditionally known for. Uh, and for you to be there uh, covering an NHL event in your native country, uh, that's gotta be pretty amazing.
1: It's like a dream come true, uh, honestly. Um, for people in North America, they probably don't uh, realize that it's a lot of volunteer work here with um, with hockey in Australia. That's from um, club level players, um, administration, um, fans, all that sort of stuff. So. Um, yeah, I've been plugging away just as a volunteer freelance journalist uh, for 10-plus years. And, um, yeah, it's sort of pinching myself still now that I'm, I'm at Rod Laver Arena. We went and had a look at the rink in it. Um, all looks awesome. So, um, yeah, really excited.
0: Well, that's awesome. Uh, and, Gordon, I'm going to ask you this in a second as well. But, uh, Andrew, why don't you start us off? How did you get into the sport of hockey, which obviously is not a traditional sport in Australia? Um, how did you get into it? What, what interested you?
1: I had a passing interest playing PlayStation, which probably a lot of kids did, um, yeah. playing NHL on PlayStation. And then in 2010 um, in Melbourne, there was a new club called the Melbourne Mustangs that emerged. And I went down and watched an exhibition game that they had before um, they got a license to get into the Australian Ice Hockey League. And from it, from then, it was um, they were my team. And I started following the sport and fell in love with it and um, started a blog and then started getting into writing. and hockey's the reason i uh studied journalism and got into journalism so um that's that's my story
0: that's that's awesome uh a favorite team in the nhl and please don't say the anaheim ducks
1: (laughs) no it's not it's it's not the ducks um i'm a calgary flames fan
0: all right very good uh gordon same question for you how did you get into the sport of ice hockey
2: yeah so i I was born i was born in canada uh and uh so i watched uh you know hockey night in canada kind of growing up until i was seven and we moved to australia and and i used to listen to the games on nhl radio and uh, on individual radio stations over the internet Um, and then um, back in 2016 i saw my first uh, australian ice hockey league game i didn't know that there was a league down Mm -hmm. here and um fell in love with it it was it was amazing uh, and li- I, I'm biased but I think live hockey is the best live sport that you can go to the sounds of the game the, the the crowd everything is amazing and it's a really niche sport here but it's really highly supported and we punch above our weight in international competitions as well um and then uh, I've been riding for uh, did my own website and I've written for a few teams worked with uh, some different leagues um, and yeah e- excited now that this this will be my first ever NHL game uh, so I'm pretty excited about that
0: and and Gordon, do you have a favorite NHL team that you kind of follow?
2: Oh, I'm a- <laughs> I'm a Leafs fan. So, so okay. I, I have. I'm I sorry have to hear of, that. <laughs> I have a lot of. That's the response I get a lot, Eddie. Uh, and there is a lot of trauma there. So um, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: uh, yeah, that was another question I certainly wanted to ask. Um, I, and I assume uh, I'll start with you, Andrew, that this is your first NHL game live and in person. Uh, what are you looking forward to seeing the most, do you think?
1: Um, it is it is my first um, first NHL game I do joke around with Gordon that uh, I want to see Logan Cooley I'm a bit of a Logan Cooley fan um, oh. so, so I'm looking forward to seeing Logan Logan roll around but um, yeah just both teams um, just looking to see how they're how they're looking um, there's a few new additions to la um, so I want to see how they go out in the ice and how they all sort of gel. and um, just a setup at Rod Laver. I've never seen hockey on this scale in Australia before Um so, yeah, there's a lot of um, Kings jerseys floating around. So, um, yeah, it should be should be good to see the crowd and um, how they react to it all.
0: And for the Kings fans who don't know, Logan Cooley plays for the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> uh, Gordon, uh, Rod Laver Arena hosting this game. You guys are there on site. Uh, it's the home of the Australian Open for people that don't know. Seats around fourteen 000 to 15,000 from what I understand. Uh, are we expecting a sellout? Do you know how much tickets have been going for? And is this going to be... Kind of a major broadcast event as well. Do you know?
2: Yes, yeah, so, so uh, tickets are still available, but but it's pretty close to a sellout. Uh, certainly for the Saturday game. I'm, I'm unsure about the Sunday, and uh, it, it'll be the best sport that's ever been played in the stadium. Uh, so uh, that that should be exciting, and it, it will be broadcast, which I think is huge. Will be broadcast on we call it free to air TV. I, I don't know. What the equivalent is over there but but you know not restricted to to pay-per-view or, or, or cable so I, I think that's huge because it, the, the game occurs at two o'clock and it's it's a good viewing time you know saturday sunday afternoon we love our, sport, our sports here in australia so um uh hopefully it, it will introduce more fans uh to, to the to the experience
0: and, Andrew, um, what is the buzz like there in Melbourne or in Australia? Is there is this being being viewed as a unique event? I mean, certainly it is. It's the first NHL game ever played in the Southern Hemisphere. But are do you get the sense people generally, just general sports fans, are talking about this at all?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, the LA Kings have been out and about in Melbourne to different places. There's a place called Culture Kings here. They sell a lot of um, apparel and things like that. I know the Kings are out there doing a bit of promotional work. Um, Gordon jumped off the plane from Sydney and went past the O'Brien Ice House, which is the main rink here in Melbourne um, that the two teams play out of. And there's a big sign there from one of the major um, uh, media companies. Um, and there's plenty of people outside already. They're, they're, they're rolling in. Gordon and I got here about 10 to 8. Um, there's plenty of fans lining up already. So um, the buzz is building. And I think it's um, yeah, I think people are appreciating how big this actually is.
0: All right, we're going to have some more with the co-founders of Hockey Hype Australia in just a minute here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, this episode of On LA Kings brought to you by AG1 with one delicious scoop of AG1. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your re- energy recovery, focus, and aging. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, costs you less than $3 a day, and it's one scoop and a cup of water. That's it. Uh, no need for a million different supplements to look out for your health. And if a comprehensive solution is what you're needing from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com NHL network. Uh, again, that is is one.com slash NHL network. All right. We are back with Andrew MacDougal and Gordon. Goodenough. enough. They are the co-founders again of hockey hype Australia and giving us a taste of what's going on with the LA Kings and the global series games that'll be taking place here very soon. Um, Let's uh, let's start with you, Gordon. Uh, what has been the last few days been like for you being around this event? Obviously, we, we mentioned you guys were able to get media credentials to cover this event, get behind the scenes. Uh, been checking out some practices. I've been talking to any players. I know there is a Australian born L.A. King player, Jordan Spence, who's a defenseman uh, for the
2: team. Have you guys been able to talk to him? Just what's been going on this week for you? So so for me, I'm probably the, the wrong one to ask this question. But um, I, I just flew in from Sydney yesterday afternoon. Uh, but but I know uh, for, for me and for us, uh, we've we have spent a bit of time of the, over the last few days getting uh, our photographer media accreditation, uh, getting getting agreements set up with the NHL as far as image protection, etc. Um, but I've I've been seeing a lot of people uh, for me who are traveling down to the event and messaging me uh, There's It seems like uh, a huge amount of the ice hockey community is going to be down here from coaches, players, um, you know, volunteers and fans. So it's going to be uh, an outstanding event.
0: Andrew, have you been able to be there a little bit longer and and checking some of the things out?
1: No, I'm very similar to Gordon, unfortunately, but um, I know the Kings have been doing a lot of work at O'Brien Ice House. Um, They've had some practices there. They've also been um, training and um, um, sort of, showing the younger kids here within Ice Hockey Victoria, some of the younger younger players, um, doing a bit of practice with them. So they've really been getting out into the community, which is really good to see. Um, it's good to see the LA Kings aren't just coming over here, playing a couple of games and then and then departing. They're really getting involved with the local ice hockey scene.
0: Uh, Gordon, are the LA Kings known at all in, in Australia? Are they a team kind of of note? I know you're a Maple Leafs fan, and they're if you're going to pick a brand, I guess, for the NHL, that would be one of the bigger brands. But... Uh, What about the LA Kings and and are there any specific Kings players that you're interested in seeing uh, on the ice?
2: yes so uh, i i'm excited to see uh anza Kopitar um Kupato helped me win my fantasy hockey league in 2017 2018 so uh shout out to, shout out to him um looking forward to seeing jordan spence as you mentioned he's the first australian born player to, to play an nhl game so uh, if we can have a chat with him that would be cool the, the allied kings uh, have quite a strong showing so if you go to an, to an australian ice hockey league game there's there's a significant portion of the crowd in jerseys, both of jerseys supporting the local team uh, and also NHL teams. And the teams are, are always strongly supported. I think uh, what helps them is obviously, um, you know, when Gretzky came in the 90s and that, you know, 93 kind of cup run and their um, you know, success of late with Drew Doughty and, um, you know, recently departed John, Jonathan Quick and, and Kopitar and Dustin Brown, et cetera. So the, they are a, a, a well-known team. I'm hopeful, I've discussed this with Doogie, I'm hopeful that the NHL, because the time difference during uh, our summer and and your winter is only five hours. so a, a seven thirty game at Staples Center is is occurring at two thirty p.m. You know in the afternoon our time. So it's very easy for fans to kind of follow and and maybe catch some of the games. So I'm hopeful that the LA Kings kind of make a a regular a trip over here once a year or once every couple of years.
0: Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show in my little intro, I'm co-host of a of a puck uh, the puck podcast. Uh, it's it really is a podcast that gets a lot of following overseas. And we actually have a pretty loyal following in Australia. Matter of fact, for my 50th birthday, I went to Sydney and met up with about a dozen of our listeners right there under the Sydney Harbor Bridge, right next to the Opera House. Had an awesome meeting with them. Uh, So I know that there is a small but very passionate hockey community there in Australia. But, uh, Andrew, how, how difficult is it, though, to kind of follow the sport at the NHL level? I know we've got, obviously, technology and satellite dishes, the Internet. Uh, is it still a challenge though, to be able to follow the NHL there?
1: It can be, um, it, it it could be a little bit easier, um, viewing wise. Um, but for the most part with the advances in social media, um, Facebook groups, things like that, uh, it is, it is getting a lot easier to follow the sport here. Um, and as Gordon mentioned, um, a lot of the times in North America, um, the puck drop times that they're during the summer, it's actually, it's, it's quite good here. So, um, as I mentioned at the start, I'm a Flames fan, and I get to um, either watch or listen to Flames radio and things like that. So it's it's quite accessible.
0: So I don't I don't know uh, amongst the hockey community or maybe the just kind of the general hockey community is is. We talked about Jordan Spence, and and I know a lot is being made that he was born there. But, of course, he was not raised in Australia. He was raised in Japan and then moved to Canada. But there is an Australian who is currently playing in the NHL. Now, he wasn't born in Australia, but he was raised there. And that's Nathan Walker for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, started his career out with the Washington Capitals. Uh, is he a fairly well-known person in Australia as being the lone Australian, really the true Australian, if you will, to play in the NHL? Gordon, I'll ask you that one
2: yes and no so yes within the ice hockey community uh, i think um uh i i i think that australia could do a better job of showcasing him and promoting him as the face of the sport i i think that's something that even nathan walker uh, he was on a podcast recently uh for skaters network and uh he he mentioned the fact that you know he, he hasn't been as involved as he would like to be he hasn't been given that opportunity so uh, i i think i would like to to see him uh, i mean he's the stanley cup winner he scored an, an nhl goal um he, he got the most awkward phone conversation congratulations from the australian prime minister at the time uh, it, it's just a sensational story to to get around and I'm hoping uh, I, I certainly know that Nathan Walker is is open to it. I'm certainly hoping that that uh, the powers that be kind of put him front and center of the sport uh, because that's that's what we need. We need uh, kids to, to to go and look at him and say, I, I can be that. Um, that's something that that I can do.
0: And Andrew, I know that when we've had some of these special events here in the United States and Canada, the the winter classics, the the stadium series games, they've also had some other opportunities for other teams to play at the arena because, I mean, you've got the ice there, right? Why not take advantage of it? Are there any local teams, whether it be youth teams or even maybe the higher level teams that will be playing before or after uh, the Kings games there at Rod Laver Arena? Or will they take advantage of the ice there?
1: Yeah, I believe there's an Aboriginal ice hockey team. Um, Gordon might be able to correct me on this. I think they're practicing today. I don't think they're playing tomorrow. Is that correct, Gordon? Uh, but I know there's an Aboriginal ice hockey team um, that Kerry Goulet is actually involved with. Um, so they're they're going to be out on the ice. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, very, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Gordon. Yeah, they're, they're, they're from Adelaide, uh, and and it's an Indigenous team that that uh, the. Ah Gauna uh, boomerangs, I believe is is, is the name. Um, nice. apologies for the pronunciation, but but they traveled uh, the uh, North America and played some various First Nations teams in North America and then reciprocated that invitation earlier this year in July. They had uh, an indigenous team, a first Nations team come over from from Canada and uh, play in in various cities in Australia. so it's it's a it's a really good story. Kerry Goulet is um, you know since he's come to Australia. Um, he's, he's really um, made, made the most of these kind of initiatives.
0: All right. We're going to find a little bit more uh, out about uh, your what you guys are doing as far as uh, hockey hype Australia, a little bit more about the Australian hockey scene as far as some of the local teams there. We will do that here in just a second. Unlock on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Hey, this episode also brought to you by bird dogs. What are bird dogs? Well, they are shorts that have a liner built into them. So you don't have to wear anything underneath. I know that sounds weird, but I ask you, is it weird to be comfortable and look good? Because that's exactly what bird dogs are. Best of both worlds. Uh, not only do bird dogs look good, but they feel good. You could wear them to a nice dinner, or you could work out in them because they're something that could be active and stretchy and move around with you. And once you try them, you're going to wonder why you never heard of these before. So go to birddogs.com/slash locked on NHL, and when you enter the promo code locked on NHL, they'll throw in a bird dog water bottle. Again, that is birddogs.com/b i r d d o g s .com. Enter the promo code locked on NHL for your free gift. All right, a little bit more with Andrew MacDougall and Gordon Goodenough. Uh, guys, um, tell me about Hockey Hype Australia. I'll, I'll start with you, Andrew. Um, I know you guys are both co-founders uh, of, the, of the site, um, and uh, what is it all about? Is it mostly devoted to hockey in the country of Australia?
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Gordon and I work together uh, for a different um, me- uh, sports media website, which was just all encompassing different sports. And uh, we departed from there and had some conversations and we felt that there was a gap in the market here for a hockey-specific website. Um, so that's what we're what we're, what we're looking to do. Um, it's more a lot of feature articles on Australian hockey players and um, young rising stars and um, all the stories within the sport here because hockey act has actually been around in Australia for a long, long time Um the good old cup is the major trophy here for the Australian ice hockey league. And this year we had the 92nd winner of it. So that just shows you how long hockey has been here. Um, so there's plenty of cool stories, but that was yeah, Gordon. And I thought that there was a gap in the market for uh, a hockey specific website here.
0: And uh, Gordon, uh, what about is, is kind of the focus, the Australian ice hockey league, which I assume is your version of the NHL is, is that kind of the focus or is it pretty much uh, maybe uh, international teams? I know that was mentioned as well, uh, is there an Australian national team and, and how they compete as well?
2: Yeah, so our plan is to cover the uh, – we, we've got the Australian Women's Ice Hockey League, which, which starts up next month, uh, and yeah, there's five teams uh, and you know, played uh, obviously all, you know, all across Australia from West Coast to East Coast, so a lot of traveling. Uh, but there's some, some real talent in, in our league. And the the way that the women's ice hockey league is structured is is around the international tournaments. Um, so uh, we we have the under eighteen women's world championships. We're in division one B in the women's uh, under eighteen. Uh, so we're in the top you know twenty countries in the world, uh, which people wouldn't necessarily associate Australia with you know being in the top twenty of anything ice hockey. Uh, but we, we do quite well internationally. So so our hope is is to uh, really promote the. The, the leagues that are playing both junior and, and senior, men's and women's, uh, the national, national teams, as you mentioned, uh, all levels of the sport and, and the, the people associated with the sport. So the volunteers at, at, uh, in, in all uh, different roles in, in the sport. So just, just to give some coverage uh, that, that has been sorely lacking.
0: Awesome. Uh, and Andrew, I mean, ultimately, the NHL is there trying to expand the game the kings have talked about this trip and why they thought it was important to be a part of it to grow the game and hoping to expose people to the game but what do you hope comes of this is it just growing the game is it for people to kind of experience it firsthand and and then get a taste of it and want to explore more and maybe find their way to your website things like that what do you what do you think can come of this can this event really be something to expand the game in, in in australia
1: I think it can. And I think it's, from from my perspective, it's the grassroots level. So we need more kids picking up a stick and playing hockey. Um, So if kids come to this game, these two games across the weekend or even practice today, they'll see their stars out there, Pierre, Luc Duar, all those sort of guys. Um, Hopefully they can walk away from that and say to mum and dad, I want to play. I want to go and play hockey. And then it's making it accessible at the grassroots level for the kids to find hockey and be able to, actually pick up a stick and get out there and play. Um, we lose more rinks than we actually gain here in Australia at the moment. Um, so I think we've got 21 or 22 rinks across the country. So um, it's just making it accessible for, for young kids to walk away from here. Um, and I think it can happen. I think there will be a, an uptake in um, kids walking away from here and wanting to try out hockey and see how they go.
0: And, Gordon, obviously we're talking to you before the, the events take place, but uh, we, we mentioned what the buzz is about it. Uh, do you, is, has everything felt like this has been a really positive experience? Do you think in the end that uh, the NHL is going to be happy with uh, how this event goes and uh, want to have another game uh, down in Australia in the near future?
2: I, I think so. Uh, you know, from the very beginning, it, when the NHL announced that uh, you know the LA Kings and Arizona Coyotes will be coming over. Um, they, they mentioned that it wasn't to be like a sideshow. It was they wanted to establish a presence. And seeing the quality of strength of the rosters and, you know, I've, I've heard that the NHL, you know, told the teams to bring their full-strength lineups, and they have. And I think that's been such a positive because if, if you're a hockey fan, uh, you, you, you would know the significance of that, uh, of, of teams bringing, you know, an NHL lineup rather than an AHL lineup. So I think the NHL is invested. I think the the crowd and the fans have responded based on the engagement at at the various media events. Uh, so I'm I'm hopeful for a long long-term rela- uh, you know a relationship with the NHL. Kind of starts here. Well,
0: guys, it's been great to talk to you. Really appreciate your time. Uh, and and uh, I know it's early in the morning there, so uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, checking in um, you know I hope it's a great experience for you both and uh, I hope this does nothing but energize the hockey community there uh, in Australia that is Andrew McDougall and Gordon Goodenough from Hockey Hype Australia you can follow them on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it these days at Hockey Hype AUS and you can check out their website HockeyHypeAustralia.au Andrew Gordon it was great to meet you guys again I hope you have a great time I hope it's a wonderful experience for you and really appreciate your time
1: yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you.
0: All right, guys. Take care and enjoy the games. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I was uh, I was hoping we could get somebody on the scene. I, could, I was hoping we could get some uh, Australians to join us and give us that perspective. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Uh, and looking forward to these two preseason games, obviously, coming up our time Friday and Saturday night. And then, of course, we'll be talking about both those preseason games coming up on Monday's show. That's going to do it for today's show. For you every day, there's those of you that listen to Watch Every Day. Coming up tomorrow, we will preview the Kings preseason openers in Melbourne and have our weekly fan feedback show as well. You can always leave your comments. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave the comments below. If you want to send an email, uh, it's lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddy at gmail.com. Uh, also, would love to you to stay interactive by following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at LockedOnEddy. LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings, go.